one. Hello and welcome to the January edition of Music from the Mothership. This month we have got a heavyweight episode. We have got the rising star that is Mazza and we have got the Manchester, Bristol, UK legend, Jungle Queen, that is Euphonique. It is going to be a belter of a New Year's show for sure. Big up as always Headroom, where this show is recorded live. And if you ever need any recording studios or DJ and live stream facilities, then make sure you hit them up. And of course, big up Data Transmission for supporting our show. As always, I'm going to start off with about 10 minutes from me. I'm Tank Howells, and uh, then we will get into the chats and the mini mixes. Let's get going. Ready for the mess I bring uh, Feel the pressure, we set the session and check them in What's my lament, it's demonic Cause I'm to better things no. You must be thinking it's easy, believe me, settle in yeah. Tell them they ain't ready for the mess I bring uh, Feel the pressure, we set the session and check them in yeah. What's my lament, it's demonic Cause I'm to better things yeah. You must be thinking it's easy, believe me, settle in
on your love like a drug And we met in Puerto Rico and you swept me off my feet That tequila and the titos got me feeling so deep sweet But you're stroking on my ego when you say that you want me Moving slowly, despacito, moving slowly into me
Okay then. That was 10 minutes from me. Hank Howells. Now we welcome to the stage Euphonie. Oh. <laughs> Hello. I'm always holding a microphone like this. I mean, like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you're a pro. It's all good. <laughs> Thank you so much for coming on. It's Thank such an honour to have you here. Um, so I've just got some questions. Find out a bit about you, your journey, your career, your music, and then we'll hear what you've brought for us. Okay. So first of all, just tell us a bit about that journey you've been on. Like, where did it start? Where did your sort of passion for this music begin? And yeah, how did you get into it? I don't know. <laughs> I'm not that old, but um, I grew up in, we were talking about this earlier, a yeah. place called Saddleworth. Okay. It's in the, in the hills, nice. in the, towards Yorkshire. <laughs> and these families loads of raves in the hills, and I used to go to the raves, and I was like, I want to do that. Yeah, like, that's cool. DJ. <laughs> um, none of the lads would teach me how to DJ. Oh, like, no. I remember being at a house party once trying to DJ on the vinyl decks, and I wasn't great because I never did it before and it was <laughs> yeah. like rolling their eyes but eventually I went to college and I learned how to produce and DJ and yeah it's I, I got my first gig when I was 18 in Manchester started running my nights so Buffer eventually turned into a label worked at Unity Radio that's where my radio journey started yeah. uh, and it kind of snowballed and then I moved to Bristol two three years ago now yeah basically got signed to Bonham Road Met the Roughnecking crew, met all the Bristol crew, and now this is yeah. home away from home. There we go. Yeah. Nice. Oh, it's good. You've been in it a long time then, so that's good. It's been a while, yeah. yeah good. <laughs> okay. Um, so who's your biggest um, inspiration musically? Like, Where do you draw your inspiration from? Is it like one producer, or is, is it even drum and bass and jungle? It's changed a lot over the years. Um, there's a lot of DJs I used to listen to and like when I was into rave culture, a lot of like techno and house and things like that. And it was more about the skill set and watching them and how they mix. Like Jeff Mills was a big yeah, inspiration yeah. for me, Detroit techno. Nice. And then <laughs> Ragga Jungle, like Marcus Visionary, Aries, yeah. now my friend. Yeah, <laughs> was an nice. inspiration, like that one. <laughs> um, Ed Solo, Jungle Cakes yeah. crew, Benny oh, Page. And then I got into like the darker stuff and now I think like... It varies. People like, I really like T.I.'s darker stuff. Yeah, He's wicked. Okay, yeah. Flavor D's smashing it, doing oh, like definitely. between garage and yeah. drum and bass. Molly Collins is smashing it, making yeah. all these kind of bootlegs and things yeah. like that. So. Oh, I love a bootleg. I can't pick one person. <laughs> no, I can never that's answer good. That but it's nice question. to hear the, hear the range. It's all good. Yeah. <laughs> um, so for you, obviously you've played at a lot of nights and you said, you know, you used to maybe you still go out to a lot of nights. So sort of can you pinpoint like one single night that you've played at or a few that's been like ultimate highlight? I think Westfest okay. last year. Nice. It was like the year back after the oh, nightmare. Yeah. Everyone, Everyone was like out. vibing like, yes, yes, <laughs> so glad. And that was out. the biggest crowd I think of. I think of, well, at that point I'd ever played too, or it felt like it at least after yeah. so long away. That was pretty incredible. And it was like I'd finally got, because you kind of lost it a little bit after lockdown. I felt finally felt comfortable behind the decks, and I had really, I really enjoyed the set as well as yeah. the crowd being yeah. huge. And it was just, it was a vibe. And warmed up for a Spy as well, which was oh wow, pretty nice, pretty awesome. yeah. <laughs> oh, fair play. How many people were at that gig? I don't know. A, a lot, <laughs> a lot. I've got one Great. picture at the end, and it's yeah, it goes back for miles. So yeah. oh, that must so feel so epic, like DJing to crowds like that. It's pretty amazing. Yeah. Oh, fair play. Okay. Um, so how would you describe your style of mixing and obviously producing? Like, where would you, what would you say about yourself? Um, I, I play a lot of <clears throat> dark stuff, but I mix it with the jungle because mm -hmm. I'm a junglist. I come yeah. from Ragga Jungle vibes, so you'll always hear those jungle elements, Ragga vocals and big on vocals. And um, I don't want to say sing-alongs because it sounds cheesy, but you know stuff, you know <laughs> the do, words yeah, too. Yeah, I know what you mean. Um, but mix with the darker stuff and... I like to blend. I like to hold mixes for a while. I mean, the cheeky drop and switch is always really fun. But yeah, holding blends is it's yeah, part of what I enjoy doing. Yeah, I get that. Production-wise, uh, it varies and it changes all the time. Yeah, well, that's, I think that's what keeps someone fresh and like right up there. Because I heard that vocal track that you released not that long ago and that felt like quite a different yeah. thing for you. Yeah, that was a, there was a lot of liquidy stuff on the last EP for Dread. Um, a lot written in lockdown, and there's yeah. a lot of there's a lot of pain in that, as well as um, kind of excitement about the dance scene starting up again and yeah. stuff that I'd written a long time ago. And this year, I've got a lot more. 
dance floory stuff yeah. coming out, harder yeah. stuff and things like that. So. Ready to play. It changes, doesn't it? Like yeah, def definitely. Yeah, that's the beautiful thing, isn't it, about writing your own music? That one day you can be like, "No, I'm pouring my heart and soul out now," and the next day you're like, "Yeah, I'm just vibing." Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> Sweet. Okay. Um, so, do you want to tell us a bit about any exciting productions you've got coming out? Uh, I've confirmed a few, like in the past couple of weeks. Um, I've got my next release is out on Roughnecking at the end of February, cool. and I'm going to play the tune tonight. Um, it's a tune for the ladies. Oh, yay. So it's about girl <laughs> I love power. a bit of that. Oh, yes. That's what we're all um, about. It's with a vocalist called Bam Bam, who's wicked. She's from Manchester. She's like singer, rapper, everything. Nice. Um, and I've got a few others. There's some nice remixes coming out this year as well. Remixes of people that I used to follow back in the day, which is pretty cool. Yeah. Um, I don't know if I'm allowed to talk about them yet. Yeah, oh, yeah. That's the thing, isn't it? I'll, pl I'll like play them cheesy, tonight. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Wink, wink. <laughs> yeah. Okay, great. Um, so obviously, you know, you said West Fest of Massive. I've seen you get massive gigs. Like, how do you prep for that? Like, do you still get nervous, or are you more comfortable now? Like, I still get nervous. I think it means it, it means a lot to you if, if you get nervous. Yeah, you care. Um, the bigger the crowd, the more nervous I have. Yeah. I think, yeah, Mar Marble Factory. I love playing there, but I always get really nervous. Okay. On that stage, it's the layout of the stage and stuff as well. Okay, so yeah, why that particular venue? Like? I don't know. <laughs> you're just very, you're very. I guess you're always on the show, but I don't know. But I love it. As soon as, as soon as I've dropped the first couple of mixes, it's yeah. fine. Um, and the nerves are because you care. I do prep, like I sort my tunes out and things like that. But it's totally about vibing off the crowd and what they're feeling. Yeah. It's all of our party. Yeah. And how do you come back? Like, because I've uh, some, uh, some, I was talking to another woman about this, and they were asking me, yeah, but I get nervous about playing out. Because what if I made a mistake? So, like. How do you how do you roll with that? I suppose now you've got more experience. Do you have tips and tricks up your sleeve, or do you just don't worry about it and just move forward? I'm thinking back to all the times I messed up. <laughs> oh, um, I mess up all the timing gigs. Don't worry. I think it makes you human, doesn't it? It means you mix him. Yeah. You're not using the sync button yeah. and so on, but um, it's just being able to save save a mix. I think a DJ gets more respect if they fix it rather than just pull it out. And yeah. sometimes it's right to pull the mix out and yeah, just panic. But yeah. I don't know, I always try and fix it, and I feel like I think it's more for me. Yeah. <laughs> if there's a slight beat out, I will try and fix it so that the mix, so I can hold that blend, basically. Yeah. But, yeah, I think I, I try to practice more and more so that doesn't happen. Yeah. And it's often just nerves more than anything that makes that happen. Oh, definitely. Oh, your head goes somewhere it shouldn't yeah. for a minute. And so. like you say, if you get those first you in, you're normally all right. It's that first... I learned early on, don't get anything too complicated right at the beginning. <laughs> Just <laughs> ease yourself in and then... Yeah, I have some tunes, you know, that are going to vibe with the crowd as well. Like, I think every crowd is different. So I'll note, like, a Barnum Road crowd might be different to um, an old-school jungle crowd, do you know what I mean? Or yeah. depending where you're playing or what city you're playing in, just knowing the crowd. Sometimes you'll turn up and it'll be a completely different crowd and you'll be like, who knows what's going to work? <laughs> and then you just got to find out. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, keeps it interesting. Yeah, cool. Okay. Um, so, uh, what advice would you give to, like, aspiring artists who are, like, looking to DJ or produce? Um, I think don't be so hard on yourself in the beginning, especially. Yeah. I think I was. And, and I, I'd mentor people. And, yeah, the, the thing is the, the frustration of not being able to do it. And you can either get frustrated and give up. Or you realise you're getting frustrated because you've got a good taste. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and you're not quite hitting where you want to be. Yeah. And then you can push past it and you can get to where you want to be. I think everybody can do it. It's just, it's tough being a creative in any industry because it's subjective, isn't it? What people and it's putting like. your heart on the line as well, isn't 100%. it? For someone to yeah. critique, basically. Yeah, yeah that is. And, and when you play a tune in front of a crowd, for example, or on a radio show, if you don't get that reaction that you want, it might be disheartening. But you know, like when you play tunes to your mates, and yeah. you get distracted and have a conversation. Yeah. It doesn't mean they don't like the tune. It's no, just yeah. that moment they yeah. get distracted. So just being aware that the way that they react is not always based on the quality of your work. Yeah, you've um, got to hold your own and be like, yeah. if, I, if you love this, then that's enough sort of thing. Yeah, definitely. And don't give up. That's, so, yeah. that's a big thing. Just keep going. Because giving up is the only way you're going to fail. Oh, nice. I like that. <laughs> Someone else said that to me. <laughs> <laughs> so do you drum bass full time? Do you get to, is this your career? 
This is my career now, yeah. Nice. Um, I do mentoring as well, so I help people, the singers, songwriters, producers, DJs. Um, but yeah, making music, doing remixes. Nice. Um, working with lots of really cool labels and cool people. Yeah. It's good, yeah. yeah. It's taken a while. I left teaching. What would it have been? I left teaching in August, so I was a music teacher. Oh, yeah, so August. not long, yeah. Yeah, okay. but it was summer. So it was summer and then August. But yeah, I was always teaching music, and it was great to teach upcoming producers and DJs and things like that, but it was really hard balancing basically two jobs. Definitely, and getting up for a normal sort of nine to five and then being really late night on weekends. <laughs> yeah, being hard. up till 6 a.m. on a Saturday. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, I feel that pain. <laughs> um, okay, so I've just got a couple more and then we will hear what you've brought for us. So obviously this show is about supporting women and female identifying and non-binary artists. So obviously you're a massive female DJ within the scene and producer, but also, you know, just an artist within your own right. It doesn't matter about the sort of female label as such. So... How do you feel that other women are fitting into the scene? Do you think it's changing? Do you think there's a place? Because I've seen so many amazing female DJs through trying to get people on my show, but I still think on lineups, hmm, hmm. <laughs> could, could be better, guys. It's one of those taboo topics, isn't yeah. it? Um, yeah, I think it's been a hell of a lot more positive recently. There's some incredible women and non-binary artists coming through and smashing it and that's really inspiring, mm -hmm. inspiring to see. But yeah, the lineups are still very male dominated. Yeah. I think there's a lot of people out there that are doing positive things to that. But there's a lot of people that don't see a problem and that's yeah. a problem. Mm -hmm. um, I think it's just talking about it and trying to do things like this show, for yeah. example, where you Showcase promote it. Yeah, yeah. I think that's really important. And just knowing women, knowing that they don't have to go up against other women. Because yeah, I think definitely. there's always like, there used to be, I mean, it's dying down a bit now. There used to be a kind of fighting for the female spot okay, on yeah. club night. It's not that I did it, but there was yeah, talk yeah. of it. Okay, yeah. And it's something that's been kind of created by this society, this industry that we're in. Yeah. And it doesn't need to happen. No, because I was going to say, like, one thing that I've noticed through doing the show is, like, it's just become, like, a big family. It's so, everyone's just vibes, love, energy. And I'm just like, yay, it's just so amazing. So it's interesting to hear that there might have been that element once, because I haven't noticed that. I think there was once, I mean, I, this is stuff that I've read or been told as well. Yeah. Like, for me, I, I, I love seeing women and non-binary people up there up to smashing it. It's yeah. sick. And, and that's what I'm about and because I'm a female DJ. Yeah. That's what my mentorship's about as well, with loads of wicked women that are trying yeah. to pave their way into the industry. Yeah. And hopefully they can learn from some of the things that I've been through that is makes that, their journey a bit easier. Is that something, like, people can get involved with? Do they, is that something, like, people contact you and ask about? Yeah, I don't, I don't like, promote it loads because I'd like to work with a small number of people yeah. so I can really give them my time um, as well as do my own music and things like that. But, yeah, if anyone needs any advice or just wants to hit me up, yeah. you're welcome to. Oh, there we go, guys. That's some really good <laughs> advice on offer there if, if you can get in. Okay, well, just tell me then a bit about what's coming up for you. You know, what sort of exciting gigs or things are you looking forward to in 2023? I've got a couple in January, which is really cool because January is normally quite quiet. So I've got London and Bristol in Jan. Got a couple of festivals already in, which is really exciting. Yeah, that's exciting. It's all good <laughs> to be, excited for the feel the summer coming. You know, <laughs> yeah. How it keeps us going. Yeah, and I've got loads of really cool releases coming out um, on some wicked labels. So Jungle Cakes, um, Hospital, Barnum Road, that kind nice. of thing. So, yeah. I'll play a few previews tonight and give you yeah. a link. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be there raving <laughs> over there. <laughs> okay, well, do you want to get yourself set up? Um, awesome. Thank you so much for coming on my show. And thank you so much if you are out there and you are listening to us. I appreciate you. All the artists on this show appreciate you. And thank you so much and big up to Data Transmission for continuing to support music from the mothership. Um, you can obviously follow me, Tank Howes, on Instagram if you want to look at actual clips of the live show. And I'm sure you can definitely be following Euphonique on multiple socials. If you don't already know, you should know. <laughs> and yeah, just tell me when you're ready. Rafa's gonna come out of South Park And a boy test we have to draw a gun fast Rafa's gonna come out of South Park And a boy test we have to draw a gun fast We are gonna dust out, dust out, dust out the blood We are gonna shut out, shut out, shut out the blood We are gonna dust out, dust out, dust out the blood We are gonna shut out, shut out
shot out, shot out the blood. We are the Me, 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 me
Whoa, thank you, Euphonique. Oh, what a mini mix. Okay, so now we have a slight alteration to our normal show. Um, sadly, Mazza couldn't actually make it to the studio this month. With the rail strikes and coming over from Wales, it just wasn't possible and she ended up stranded. Um, but we still have the mini mix. So thank you so much, Mazza, for dropping it into me. I hope you guys enjoy it. Big up Euphonique, big up Mazza, big up Data Transmission for hosting music from the mothership. I hope you have enjoyed this show. And let's get into this. Take it easy.
selector, I do the mixing I'm the de pop and I do the heavy lifting After party, we did and christening Say I'm wrong. The general let the love on the microphone now. Oh. Miss Brown, you're sexy. 
Let me see your face. Let me see your 